You're listening to Brand to Brand, a B2B marketing show that's safe enough for work, but not safe enough to be on the radio. With your host, Thomas Sterling. What's up, everyone? Today on the show, we're talking about the power of influencer marketing. We're taking a look at the Pauls and the Jenners to discuss social media and its ability to drive brand engagement and ignite trends in the marketplace. All right, let's kick things off. We're back in the studio again. Today, we are talking about influencers. Influencers make you feel old, V, huh? Yeah, wow. <laughs> Did anybody hear the shots that were just fired in the I meant studio? The royal we. <laughs> I mean, I'm, is, we're talking yeah. about something today that uh, I think doesn't necessarily make a heck of a lot of sense. People are building whole careers off of videos and the interwebs. I'm seeing so many people mentioned on like Snapchat and magazines, and I'm like, who the hell is this? And it's like some rich person who has a lot of followers on social media and they're hot. And I'm like, that's a celebrity now? They used, <laughs> they used to at least have a little bit of talent. They're actors or singers. Now it's just like anyone who's good at taking photos of their food. This is a multi-billion dollar industry, okay? So before you start shooting fireworks off. Before I sound like a curmudgeon because I'm hearing myself, don't worry. I know. I know. This is the future. This is where everything goes. This is almost a PSA for our listeners of we've talked about this on the show enough times, but now's the time. Giddy up and go. you got to figure out how to hitch your brand wagon to some of these influencers because this is where the future is headed. We're, I mean, first of all, we're technically... Technically, all influencers, if you think about it, word of mouth is the oldest form of marketing. You're mm. an influencer. You just mm. maybe don't have a lot of strangers I mean, you're influencing, that's, but you're that's true. You're influencing your own network. I don't know who's on the other side of the camera. Yeah, we're influencers right now. <laughs> Drink water, hydrate. Look at I'm doing good. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about two very famous uh, sets of siblings, which is interesting: the Pauls and the Jenners, who have very different rises to fame but both definitely ignite some trends in the market. And with that, let's get into it. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, which trend-setting dynamic family are you going to take, the Paul brothers or the Jenners? Uh, I will take Kylie and Kendall Jenner. Keeping up with the Kardashians, I love it. Do you? <laughs> not the show. <laughs> oh. I love that it's Oh, you not, love that I'm love, now yes. keeping us up yes, with the Kardashians. Exactly. Thank you so much. You're welcome. If one of us had to watch it, I'm glad it's you. Uh, that leaves you with the Pauls, just so you know. Yes. Okay. I know. Okay. I'm ready to fight. Let's go. <laughs> Sign me up. UFC. I'm coming at you. <laughs> we are going to now... Put on an exhibition fight between yes, you and the that's right. Pauls. We're gonna tear this studio up. What's <laughs> happening? Why the Jenners? You know, tough decision. I, if you couldn't tell from the opening, not really a fan of keeping up with the Kardashians, but their influence and dominance for Kylie Jenner, at least in the makeup area, is hard to ignore. So that is definitely something to be respected. Kylie and Kendall Jenner. Everyone I'm assuming is familiar with them. These two younger siblings have slowly over time through the show have just grown this incredible social media following. Kylie, most famously, I think is recognized for 
not being recognizable in terms of how different she looks from when All she was a child. The sisters have changed dramatically. They have had a lot of work done, which is why one of my favorite memes on the internet or things on the internet around this is a before and after picture of Kylie, usually specifically, and it says, you're not ugly, just broke. <laughs> And I think uh, we actually have a clip that we could play that perfectly go. tells the story. Kylie Jenner didn't always look like that. She used to look like this. A nice, normal girl. And what she's done is convinced other nice, normal girls that she made her face go from this to this via a lipstick that only she sells. Just to let you in on something, I'm wearing that lipstick right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And it's so true. They've done so many different things with their looks. And they've, in some ways, kind of created some of this social expectation around having everything look perfect. Yeah. And, and they don't own the work that they've had done. They say that they haven't, which is the most bizarre. Which that's part so of it. Obvious. And they're always getting in trouble for photoshopping their photos. Like you like already the had leg. the work done. You're already <laughs> arguably some of the hottest people. They're only hot because of all the Photoshop. It's just crazy. Not sending the greatest the, message. I mean, they're <laughs> thinking that they're only hot without the photoshopping. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. They're in their own sort of glass chamber, yes. right? Echo chamber of, I need to look better. I need to look better. Everything has to be perfect. Even the show sort of focuses on yeah. safe spaces. You know, you notice Kanye never made it into the show. He stayed <laughs> 400 feet away from that. appearances. <laughs> Why are you taking the Pauls? Honestly, the Paul brothers are a very interesting story. Started their, what is now an empire, on the Vine video app, which, RIP Vine, I wish Vine came back. Such a great platform. Right? Unbelievable. Uh, Ahead of its time. So easy to edit. And so sad to see it go. But they started there, and they've grown. Jake Paul currently has more than 20 million subscribers on YouTube and continues to grow actually got his first career role when he was on the Disney Channel in 2018 on a show called, I'm not even going to try to say this show. Bizardvark? Bizardvark. <laughs> I stopped watching Disney <laughs> by that time, so yeah, cannot help you out. you definitely don't want to watch Disney <laughs> if, if, uh, if that's where he got his start. Uh, later, it was revealed he was fired from Disney, and honestly, his whole brand revolves around this millennial slash Gen Z kind of targeted get-rich-quick mantra. He's got a podcast. They're constantly out there. Launched an educational platform and program in 2018 called Edfluence, where for $7, fans could learn more about his social media influences. <laughs> this was so bad. It was a scam. It was $7, and then once you get past that initial, you know, pay gate, everything costs more money, like $57 to unlock the rest of his videos, which were a joke. It was to the level of... Hey, if you like makeup, do makeup tutorials. And apparently he was sort of saying, because I'm sick of our education system on how it's teaching kids zero life skills, I've basically come out here to help people secure their future. You know, he's like, I'm going to teach I'm you how hero. to be successful. Yeah. Because this is where things are going, whether you like it or don't like it. Watching the meteoric rise of these two brothers just shows you the change in landscape. And I, I think we can say... They started off as shitheads. Like, that was their thing. 
a lot of people hate them. But what's interesting, I know that's a strong word, the Jenners that almost experienced the same thing, Kendall Jenner launched a tequila brand called, I don't know if it's 818 or 818 tequila or how she would prefer I would say it, but I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It's crap. She's she's come under fire for it, but the negative press is still causing that tequila to sell out. So it's almost like they are fueled by people who love them and also people who are bewildered by the fact they're famous and don't like them. It doesn't matter. It's both. It's a bit it's, of both. It's just know? the press. All press is good press all exactly, over again. Exactly. Exactly. I want to play a clip from Inside Edition, and it's, uh, I think, the subline for this would be Neighbors from Hell. <laughs> oh, no. Neighbor from Hell? Disney Channel star Jake Paul is accused of making life miserable for his neighbors in fancy West Hollywood. We've done a lot of dumb things. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done. Residents in the upscale neighborhood call it a living hell and a war zone. The LAPD tells us they've been responding to complaints about groups of people gathered outside Jake's house about once a day for the last few weeks. What a pompous asshole. Just absolutely destroying that neighborhood's sense of security. But doing it all for the laugh and making funny, silly videos that people are responding to that are getting engagement. It's really fascinating because these are people who are influencers and they're not influencers because they embody great values and they're going to influence society. They're influencing some cultural shifts maybe or some trends, but it's not always positive. And it's insane how much money they are earning. I think... In the case of the Pauls, I'm pretty sure uh, there was a Forbes article where the brothers are said to earn a million dollars monthly. That's $12 million each. I, be- a year? I believe it. The, these YouTube contributors that are at the very top of their game are making Oof. a ton of money. I don't even think people realize how much money they're making by people just simply watching their videos. Jake Paul, uh, in his own words, I've always been the class clown. That's why I nicknamed myself the problem child. I ruffle people's feathers. You either love me or you hate me. Now, with boxing, I'm leaning more into it. I can turn it on and turn it off. I have a good heart. Anyone around me knows that. It's all a game. It's show business. There's a way to play it. Bloomberg. That is fascinating, and that is his name when he fought Ben Askren, who was actually in the UFC, but was, I think, more of a wrestler, so it was weird that it was a boxing fight, but he wanted to prove he could could beat someone in the UFC, which he did. He knocked him out in the first round. They both made a lot of money after that fight, which with the, the problem child. Logan Paul, also a boxer, they've now both become... Like, really good boxers, and I can say really good because Logan Paul went all rounds with Floyd Mayweather. There is a point in the video where it looks like Floyd Mayweather knocked him out and people were mad that he was maybe holding him up. The reason that if Floyd was even doing that, it was because he made $100 million on that exhibition fight. Unbelievable. And it just shows you how, and I just went to a comedy show the other day, and in that comedy show, the comedy show was literally the main event, the main person, the top billing, was a guy that has made his start on Instagram and TikTok. This guy has tried to break into the comedy scene for decades and decades, and now, in his 60s, he is a absolute local internet star. Boston be a man. Be a man. And watching his Interrupt show. your podcast host when he's talking. Be a man. Be a man. 
Sorry, you were saying? Yeah. Go to the grocery store without a shopping list. Be a man. <laughs> if your wife tells you to do marriage counseling, respectfully agree. Then don't show up. Be a man. <laughs> It's hilarious, really poor humor, and to be honest with you, to see the success of people like this, it just shows you there's a lot of opportunity on these platforms. And I think bringing it all for a circle, there's a lot of opportunity for brands on these platforms. And that doesn't mean you should align yourself with the Pauls. That's true. It also doesn't mean you should trust what every influencer is selling because the Jenners have gotten in trouble for selling things. Fake Apple products. Fake AirPods. Fake AirPods that like links you through to some like shitty knockoff link from some factory in China. They're all making money on these affiliate links. They get paid every time you click. And their huge, huge audience can be mobilized and they're making money on everything. I mean, we talked about the Fire Festival, you know, a little while ago. Fire Festival, remember we we talked about them pulling those those posts down because they violated terms of service. Now a lot of these posts have to show some form of promotion but sometimes it's hard to tell it's hard to peel back the layers of what promotion is actually uh real um and what's involved there you know yeah and i know they do say things like uh paid partnership so there are like certain things in place on actual social media platforms like instagram that alert you if you're a user hey you're you're seeing an ad and even still i think i'm assuming because these brands are spending so much money for those influencers to post that, they're making ROI. Like, they have a solid ROI on that. 100%. So even though you're seeing Instagram tell you you're seeing an ad, but you're like, but it's still Kendall Jenner wants me to buy a Pepsi. Instagram (laughs) ads are some of the best ads that are out there. They're immediately set up. They know so much about your preferences, what you like, what you're likely to buy. The other side of that, these influencers... They're getting constantly showered in gifts by these major brands or local brands or small brands, micro brands, brands trying to get a start. Have you heard of the the uh, documentary uh, Fake Famous on HBO? I've heard of it. It is phenomenal. Is this where they talk about buying fake followers? You follow three wannabe, and I'm not saying this disrespectfully, three wannabe influencers that are trying to get a break they just want to be influencers. But when you think about what that word actually means, they're saying, I want to have influence, i.e. power. Is there a purpose? Is it just power to have power? They want to be popular. It's like a popularity contest. That's so it. many of these social channels, like Instagram, like Facebook, it's about likes, it's about comments. It's seductive. It's addictive. It's provocative. It gets the people going. No, but people want to be liked. They want to see their posts grow and share. And basically the thought and the theory is, can we reach a tipping point where we have enough fake engagement that we actually get to a place where there's enough organic engagement? Because people like things that are already liked. And we're 2021 right now. If we look into 2022, 2023, this trend is only going to continue as these all of a sudden mega stars are creating a new pathway towards being a celebrity. It's fascinating stuff. And it's it's true. It's fascinating. The absolute power and it's not going away. And even someone can have a cultural fall from grace and it can seem like they're going to get canceled but sometimes they're too big to actually get canceled they're too big to fail Too big to cancel i think i think a good example of that would be the kendall jenner pepsi ad oh that was a tough so one. tough 
there was a commercial that Pepsi put out that shows people protesting this innocuous topic of like change in the street and the police are against them. So it's like the people versus the police. And Pepsi and, is there. Oh, it's not just Pepsi. It's Kendall Jenner with a Pepsi. She is like, it's like a bat signal goes off and she has to go and she leaves wherever she is, the salon, and she grabs a Pepsi and she walks into the middle of what's about to maybe not be a peaceful protest. We're going into riot territory and she hands the cop a Pepsi and everybody's happy. Kendall Jenner has cured racism in America with a Pepsi. With a Pepsi. Yeah. What the fuck? You want to hear her reaction? Someone calls me with more bad news like every five minutes. The fact that I would offend other people or hurt other people was definitely not the intent. She expressed her regret to big sister Kim Kardashian. I genuinely feel like and I have no idea how I'm going to bounce back from it. At the time, Pepsi said in a statement, quote, we also apologize for putting Kendall Jenner in this position. Can you believe that? Pepsi apologizing to her for All, putting her in that position? Also, she's like, that wasn't my intent. It's like, no, your intent was to cash the paycheck. You didn't set out to do this beautiful art project. You, you know made what? a shit ton of money to do that. You know what's nice, though, is that the internet holds these people responsible. Not all, always long term, but temporarily and you could see she was physically moved she, by that she was you Got could also say i was sis. gonna say <laughs> it's nice when you have someone in the family who knows how to handle a scandal who's had a lot of scandals <laughs> over the years Oof. it's crazy when some of the some of the influencers that are like the top top definitely blew my mind uh kylie jenner you know was number one for a while is not and, uh, like, Cristiano Ronaldo, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ariana Grande, all more popular than her. It's crazy. Like, we're talking about the Pauls and the Jenners. The Pauls are still drastically behind the Jenners in terms of following. We're seeing tribes forming on the internet. And just like politics is getting more and more tribal and people are able to find their sources of information that reinforce their points of view... These influencers are influencing, purchasing, influencing, decision-making, influencing, points of view, and that has goods and bads. You hope that some of these influencers use this power responsibly. For good. Exactly. <laughs> use their powers for good. Exactly. <laughs> and now for something completely different. So how do you turn a failed Pepsi commercial and make it actionable for the business? How do you make these influencers actually meaningful for us representing our brands, moving our brands forward? It's easy. We're going to take 15 minutes and we're going to transform our ideal customers into a persona or personas. Take that persona and use it to identify online groups and hashtags in your market sector. You can find what's trending. You can analyze these trends. If you're listening right now and you've heard us talk about influencers a few times on the show and you still haven't done anything with it, this is the PSA. This is where things are going and there's certainly opportunity. And there's all these platforms now where you can search for the list of influencers that speak best to that audience. And for anybody that's trying to grow a direct consumer audience, this form of marketing helps you find an influencer. It's like a dating app. You can swipe and get the person <laughs> that's going to help you build that authentic and genuine relationship with these audiences because they're speaking directly to them. And some of these tools, grin.co, 
and they talk about influencer marketing for e-commerce. You've got social media products like Buzz Sumo that specialize in specifically offering some things around influencer marketing. You've got taggermedia.com, self-reported number one data-driven influencer marketing platform. Request a demo now, up influence, the list goes on. They're all over the internet. I think for some people, they haven't even scratched the surface on this. It is worth doing some research, rolling your sleeves up, and thinking about what this can mean for your brand. Obviously, B2C, a lot of brands are already leveraging this, but this is only going to continue to grow. And just like for a long time, we've been courting thought leadership, creating thought leadership as a brand. These are, in some ways, thought leaders in their audiences. So if you're going to take anything away from the show today, it's that the internet is a scary fucking place (laughs) (laughs) and it only continues to be and YouTube is a dark hole. Amen. And apparently if you have enough followers on Instagram, you could try to beat the shit out of a professional boxer in a ring. And and successfully (laughs) do so. Successfully do so and make a shit ton of money. I don't know what this world is becoming. I'm a curmudgeon now. I think the bottom line <laughs> is that there is something for everyone and for each and every one of us and our businesses and our brands. We need to take a hard look at this stuff because you want to do it before your competitors do. And with that, we're out, folks. Thanks so much for listening to Brand to Brand. If you like what you heard, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review, and don't keep us a secret. Tell your friends.